Chloe Whitwer, and with me is someone I'd like to say wouldn't give up her voice for a boy, but she wants to learn ASL, so she probably would. It's Breck Weekly! <laughs> Today we will be discussing our Disney bucket lists and what's new coming to the park. So sit back, grab the gray stuff, it's delicious, and get ready for some Mouse, Mouse Ear Magic. Okay, Breck, let's talk Disney bucket list. So there's a few things on our list that we have in common. Breck, what's one of those? We both want to attend a Dapper Day. And for the listeners who aren't familiar with Dapper Day, do you want to go over that? Basically, you go to the park really dressed up, and usually it's more... Vintage style? Yeah, and it's it just looks like a lot of fun, and you get to be really cute at the same time, so... It definitely seems like a lot of people make friends there as well. Yeah. Breck, if you were bounding as one character on Dapper Day, who would you want to be? Um, Ariel. Always. Follow-up question, if you were bounding me and you together as one pairing, who would you be? Ooh, probably Anna and Elsa. Mm, see, I would say Tink and Wendy. Oh. We have strong Tink and Wendy vibes, and I think we both know I'm Tink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we love each other. We don't, I'm not trying to kill Wendy or Brett. <laughs> right? Right. Cool, thanks. Okay. Chloe, if you could go as anyone on Dapper Day, who would you go as? See, my immediate response is always Rapunzel because she's my favorite, but I'm not sure I would actually be her on Dapper Day. I think if I was going to pick one person, you know in the office when Michael says how sometimes he starts a sentence and he doesn't even know where it's going, he just keeps talking and hopes he'll find his answer along the way? <laughs> it's me right now. Wow. No. I think for Dapper Day, I would go as Cinderella. I don't even super, like, love Cinderella. I just think her style would lean really well into the vintage, like, 40s, 50s style. Yeah. So I think it could be really fun. You could find a really cute light blue dress. Mm -hmm. That would be lots of fun. Okay, so another thing on our list. It's not identical, but it's close. Breck, you said you wanted to ride a ride by yourself. I said I want to ride specifically Tower of Terror in my own elevator. Mm -hmm. If you could pick any ride to ride by yourself, which one do you think it would be? It'd probably be Tower of Terror, but I think it'd be cool to go on any ride by yourself, no matter what ride. But see, Winnie the Pooh by yourself, that's not that exciting. Like, it's still cool, but okay, it's like, alright. Anything but a dark ride, maybe. Like, any thrill ride would be cool by yourself. I just, I don't think I would care about riding in Credicoaster by myself. That would be so much fun, though. I, I think I have a similar could, experience. You could scream as loud as you want, and nobody would care. I, I already do that. See, but when I ride next, when I go through the single rider line, and I ride by myself next to someone else... I don't make any noise because I feel like Super they'll true. judge me. <laughs> Super true. <laughs> all right. Okay. So that's all we have in common right now. It was more because Breck's list was about a batrillion things long, but I made her trim it down. So now we have less things in common. I trimmed it down a lot. A I've, lot, y'all. I've been working on this for a long time, so it's pretty long. I, on the other hand, started it about half an hour before Breck got here. <laughs> All right, Breck, what's on your list? First thing. 
First thing is do the DCP or the Disney College program. Would you be doing this in California or Florida? Um, I think I'd rather do it in California, but it's a lot more expensive, so probably Florida. Now, I know for a fact that your mother listens to this podcast. Have you admitted to your mother that you are interested in moving to one of the coasts? For listener information, she is motioning for me to stop talking, but I will not do that. <laughs> We're not putting this in. Yeah, we are. No. Hey, Jamie. No. Seems like fun. I'm just not sure if it would ever happen, but... That's fair. Yeah. We'll keep you updated. Chloe, what is the first thing on your bucket list? This is first because it's just... I just wrote them down in an order. It's not most significant or anything. That goes for me, too. I just have them in a random order. But I want to meet Flynn and Rapunzel at the same time. And this actually goes along with one of my others, is meet a character while bounding as them. I would like to be bounding as Rapunzel when I meet them. Mm-hmm. Breck, what about you? What's the next thing? The next thing is have a Disney honeymoon, which I don't have a boyfriend right now. So that's like a long ways away at this point, but it's still something I want to do, so. You know, last year, my grandmother told me, and I quote, Chloe, at this time next year, we could be planning your wedding. And I rolled my eyes. Guess what I'm doing now, Breck? You're planning your wedding. I am planning my wedding. <laughs> you could be going to Disney soon. Forget the wedding. Going to Disney is the important that's, part there. That's all I care about. Just going to Disney. So my fiance and I, for our honeymoon, we are going to California. Um, we're going to San Diego. And I very, very much want to go to Disney. But I'm not sure it's actually going to happen. But it's a dream. I have told him if we go, I am forcing him to bound with me as Peter Pan and Wendy. Not because I really love Peter Pan and Wendy, because really Tink is the good part of that. But when I showed him what bounding was, that was one of the costumes I could get him to say, yeah, I guess I could wear that. He's not a big Disney fan, which is heartbreaking, but I still love him. Babe, I love you. (laughs) It doesn't have to be like extreme. It just can be like wearing a green shirt Yeah, I told him he could wear a green shirt and, like, greenish pants, and then, boom, you're Peter Pan. Exactly. Maybe I would make him wear a red feather in his hair? I don't know. (laughs) Doubt I could get that one to fly, but... That's the magic of Disney bounding. That's the magic of Peter. You just... You you literally fly. I could get it to fly. Oh my goodness, you made a pun and I didn't even hear it. (laughs) I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. Wow. Okay, Chloe, what is the next thing on your Disney bucket list? I would like to ride Tower of Terror 13 times in a row. I got this one from Epic Disney Escape. They are two girls. They run, I don't know, a group of Disney lovers, and they had a challenge for each park. And one of the challenges in Hollywood Studios was riding Tower of Terror 13 times in a row. And I don't know, I love Tower of Terror and I think it'd be super fun. And they got to know all of the cast members on the ride. And that's they also got to ride Tower of Terror in their own elevator. They got to do a lot of fun things. And I just think it would be fun. And I'd like to do that. Yeah, I think that'd be a lot of fun too. Be a good time to spend at Hollywood Studios on a slow day. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I also think maybe now that Toy Story is open, there's 
going to be less crowd, so it'd be a little bit more doable because I think more people are going over to Toy Story. Or I could be totally wrong. I haven't looked into it, so it could be that more people are visiting Hollywood studios in general, and so it's just packed. I don't know. Yeah. I don't fact check myself. I think it depends on the day, too. I've looked at wait times a couple of times, and sometimes I see, like, Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror plus Toy Story Land is all super busy, but sometimes I see Toy Story Land has the longest waits, and then Tower of Terror is, like, 20 minutes. So, yeah. Depends on the day. What's next on yours, Breck? The next thing I have on mine is visit every Disney park. And by every Disney park, I mean in the world. Like Disneyland Paris, Shanghai, Tokyo, Hong Kong, plus all of the ones in America. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. That goes into my next one, which is visit Disney Shanghai. I just am not as ambitious as Breck, I guess. And honestly, I hate to admit it, but if I was in Paris, I'm going to spend my time in Paris and probably not at Disney Paris. And that goes for some of the others as well. Not that I don't want to see them, but I want to see a lot of the world. And you only have so much time and money, specifically money. So I probably am just going to stick with mine for Disney Shanghai. Yeah. Okay. Your turn. Uh, the next thing on my list is eat at Victoria and Albert's. And for those of you who don't know, Victoria and Albert's is the only five diamond restaurant on Disney property. And five diamond is like the highest rating you can get, I believe. And it's like $700 a meal per person, which is a little expensive. Not a little, a lot expensive, but it seems like an amazing experience, and I think it'd be really cool to do. Just My favorite food is those frozen taquitos that you get from the grocery store. So eating at a $700 restaurant really isn't on my radar. I do, however, have eating at the Blue Bayou, which is still expensive, but we're talking like $30 to $50 a plate, less than $700. But I love the atmosphere of Blue Bayou. If you're not familiar with it, that is the restaurant inside of Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland. I'm not sure if they have one in Disney World. I don't think so. No, they don't have one at Disney World. They do have one at Disneyland Paris. It's not called Blue Bayou, but they do have one at Pirates. The menu looks delicious. They've got a lot of seafood. Um, I love fried calamari. Just so good. And I know that they have that on their appetizer menu because I looked up their menu the other day. Um... And the atmosphere is just amazing. It's dark. It's candlelit. You're out by the water. It's really cool. Um, So that is definitely high up on my list. Oh, yeah. I definitely want to do that someday, too. Um, The next on my list is going to Club 33, which, as you can tell, I like to dream big. Brack has expensive taste. I do. (laughs) Club 33 is a very exclusive club. And I think it's, like, maybe over $10,000 to get in, plus a, like, Guys, my eyes just popped out of list. my head. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, but you can be invited in. That's what I'm going for. Make some friends. So, if anyone's in Club 33, hit me up. Please I'll... take me with you. <laughs> I mean, I would definitely go. 
Don't get me wrong. Bring me anytime. Alternatively, Breck, if you're in the Disney College program, just hit up Club 33. Work there. I know it's not the same, but you'd still, like, see what it was about. But could you work there? I mean, somebody's got to do it. I'm not sure. Yeah, probably not as a college programmer, but if you, like, got a job afterward. So maybe you're just there to do the dishes, but you still get to see all the famous people and what the big fuss is about. But I just want to go in as a guest and feel special. That's true. (laughs) It's true. What is the next item on your list? I would like to sleep in Cinderella Castle. Yeah. I you're, just, you're dreaming big, too. I know. I have no idea how much that costs, and I know I'll probably never do it, but it just sounds magical. I don't think you can buy it. I think you have to be a really special person or win a sweepstake. I just know that one time in ABC show The Middle... They had a bad room or something, and I'm pretty sure they got upgraded to Cinderella's castle. And that's the dream, man. Wow. That's the dream. That is the dream. It's actually a really stressful episode. I wouldn't recommend it. Like, it's really <laughs> funny, but if Lilo and Stitch stressed you out like it did me, then this isn't your type of episode. There's just a lot of things going wrong, and if that causes you anxiety, just don't do it, man. Don't do it. <laughs> okay. The next thing on my list is to become an annual pass holder. And I'm not sure if we've ever mentioned this, but we live in Nebraska. So we're like (laughs) as far away from both parks as we can be in the U.S., which it's, it's painful. It's not ideal. No, but I think when I'm old enough and am stable enough financially it can become a possibility and I can go like more than once a year so that'd be ideal do you want to be a Disneyland or Disney World pass holder Ooh, that's a hard one I mean obviously ideally both but yeah that's never gonna happen they do have a coast-to-coast pass but I think that's way too expensive so Um, I think what I'd do is I'd alternate every other year. Mm, Good choice. But I'm not sure if that, if, like, renewing your pass saves you money, or if it doesn't matter and you pay the same amount every year. it depends on that, but... I kind of think maybe alternating, but two years Disney World, one year Disneyland... Just because there's more to do in Disney World, more things are coming out more frequently. I like Disneyland better. I will have you know, Disneyland does have more rides. Are you for real? Yeah. JK, y'all. <laughs> Disneyland. Yeah. Disney World has more attractions, which includes, like, shows. The France film. Yeah. <laughs> and Disneyland actually has more rides. So... I would like to say, actually, though, the France film is pretty good, and if you haven't seen it, you should take a moment. It's pretty good. (laughs) Like, it's not great. If you can do other things, do other things. But if it's raining and there's nothing else to do, it's been there, watch the France film. I sat in the Japan store. Why? Because it was pouring. Yeah. And there was lightning. Yeah. We were wearing tennis shoes. Surfing yeah, me too. So it was horrible. Yeah. 
that is not the best way to end your trip. Like, everyone in the park at one point was sitting in this big thing where you meet all the characters because it was so bad out, so much lightning. Yeah, it was really bad. There's a lot of kids screaming. (gasps) I think Disney would be infinitely better if maybe we banned kids half the time. Not um, all the time. Like, they can have their days. I, I think that's against the point of Disney. Why can't we embrace the child in all of us rather than having actual children there? Because children are children. You know? But I am a child. Therefore, and you would be banned. Therefore, I don't want real children there. <laughs> I think... They're just annoying and they're crying and... Well, yeah, but that's they're not really on cute. Them. That's and like, not on them. It's usually the parents' fault. Um, sometimes there's an exception, but usually if the kid is crying and just out of control, and you can see on the parents' face, I don't care about this kid. I'm going to make them way more tired than they need to be and keep going you know i think you're underestimating how easy it is to send a kid into a meltdown the other week my beautiful precious lovely niece i love you emerson she wrote a note to my mom saying mom i am sad do you know why she was sad breck why was she sad my sister asked her if she could hold her pen correctly (laughs) that's why like i understand kids can very easily go from happy and cheerful to screaming meltdown. But parents these days... Do you know why I cried at Disney Breck when I was a child? (laughs) I do, actually. Y'all, it was because their toilets flushed automatically. I used... That's not my mom's fault. It's my fault, because kids are the worst. But you were also overtired, were you not? Yes, mm-hmm. but that's because I'm a kid, okay? Adults can handle that, so let's send out the kids. <laughs> so obviously we have differing opinions on this. <laughs> I love children. I would spend any day of the week with my nieces. Nieces, plural. I used to work with children, so we're coming from... Two yeah. different viewpoints here. So I feel like you sh- we should be vice... This should be switched. But, like, I understand the children more. You understand your niece very well. Yeah, because she's an angel and I love her. She is. Thank you. <laughs> but I have a more broad view of how the children work. <laughs> Speaking as a former child... I think children are the worst. (laughs) Okay. That's not true. I actually do really like kids. I just, sometimes at Disney and any amusement park or really any place, they can get to be a lot. I I sound like a monster. (laughs) No, kids are a lot. All right, where were we? I don't know. I don't even know who went last. Wait, what was your last one? Cinderella Castle. You went last, right? Yes. Next on my list... Um, I would want to do a run Disney race. Definitely. That actually almost made my list, but I saw it on your list before I thought of it, so then I felt like it would be copied. (laughs) 
Yeah, I think it'd be a lot of fun, but I'd rather do it in California where it's not so humid. As if you were listening to the last episode, you now know I have asthma. <laughs> so, plus it'd take a lot of training. And I'm not, not too keen on running. I personally have run a half marathon in which I only trained for two weeks, two months before the half marathon. And by run, I mean occasionally I would jog. Most of the time I would walk. But I feel like I'm much more competitive in my running than you are. Breck was in track. Cross country. Breck was in cross country. I did track, but I was good at cross country. Dang, girl. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But she also wouldn't drink water. Only Gatorade, okay. so she would throw up after every race. Well, that was... I threw up after one race. Okay, well, you told me it was a lot more than that. I almost threw up after other races. At least, there were people puking all over that cross-country course. It was gross. gross which did not make me feel any better. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> anyway, Chloe, what's next on your list? I would like to do Disney After Hours. I probably wouldn't start at Rope Drop because I know myself well enough to know that I like a, a lot of sleep. Normally, I am in my bed by 8 o'clock. I'm not asleep. Like, I'm definitely watching The Office for the next two hours. But I'm in bed. So I know that staying up late isn't ideal for me. But I think a lot more people go to the magic hour in the morning than the Disney After Hours events because it's a lot of kids and kids need to go to bed. So Mm -hmm. I just think it would be really cool to experience the park, one, while it's dark because I think that's really magical, but also while there's almost no people there. Yeah. That, I think I definitely would be down to doing that as well. Okay, next on my list, I want to be chosen as the Rebel Spy on Star Tours. Yeah. I definitely hoped that would happen every time I wrote it and it never did because I... I don't know. Do they get to pick who they choose or is it just randomized? I don't know. I bet they pick. I feel like there was a system to it. Like, I read something about there being some way they choose, but I don't know. For a while, I didn't want to be chosen as the rebel spy because they don't like attention on me. But now I think it'd be really cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like... I would get an ugly picture of me taken and that would bother me. Yeah. I am not one of those people who's just photogenic all the time. See, the thing is, as soon as you get on, just pose. Yeah. Don't even, don't talk to the person next to you, just pose the whole time. Yeah. There you go. All right, next on my list is to watch a Disney Christmas parade. I saw a video the other day of one and it just reaffirmed my longing to see a Disney Christmas parade. It's so magical. Yeah, I just watched um, an Instagram live of the last Pixar play parade, and we didn't watch any parades when we were in Disneyland because we really wanted to ride all the rides. But now that I saw that, I think it'd be so much fun to watch a parade. Yeah, retrospect, we made a poor choice. We definitely should have watched at least one parade. Yeah. Not, like, sit hours beforehand and wait for one, but, like, you know, just see it. Yeah. 
Um, next on my list is, now this may be controversial to some people, and some people may very strongly disagree with me. Rick, bring in the spicy <laughs> takes. My next one is Try Beverly at Club Cool. And Beverly is, ah, uh, I don't remember what country it's from, but I've heard it's the worst thing you will ever drink. But stop, Chloe. Oh my gosh. Guys, I cut my finger really bad the other day on a box cutter, and they glued my finger together and put this tape on it, but the tape is getting gross, so I peeled it off, even though Breck told me I had to stop. You missed that whole conversation. It was long. But now I'm peeling off some, like, I don't know if it's glue or dead skin or something. That was what that was about. Let me tell you, it is fascinating. DM me if you want pics, because I got some <laughs> gory ones. Ugh. It's really, it's a bad cut. I just, she really... I don't have great self-control. I've never claimed to have great self-control. The fact that I made it multiple days with these gluey strips on my finger is truly a feat beyond what I thought I could do, what I think anyone thought I could do. Yeah. But I made it this far, and my finger is still, like, the the cut-up bits of skin are sticking together, so I think it's fine. Okay. Well, anyway... So, Beverly is apparently, like, the worst drink you will ever have. What is it? And it's it's some kind of soda from some country, but it was, like, discontinued. And the only place you can find it is at Club Cool and, like, some other place, some other Coca-Cola place. But what is the flavor? It's not really a flavor. It's its own flavor. I don't know. And I've just heard it's absolutely horrible, and now I need to know what it tastes like. So. I'm not going to say the name of this drink because we are a family-friendly, mostly podcast, but do you remember the drink that Daryl's friend on The Office makes when he wins the lottery? That's what I imagine it would taste like. Ugh. Maybe I'll do that like over the top music, you know, the dude and stuff where you shouldn't have a conversation. <laughs> you can do that. Okay. I would like to go to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, preferably in Disneyland, in full and extreme amazing costume. Yeah. That would be so much fun. I would go full out for that costume. I think I'd want to be a villain. Yeah, I think I'd want to be either Maleficent or the Evil Queen. Yeah, I was going to say Maleficent. I know my strengths, and I know that I couldn't pull off the Evil Queen's thing she has around her head, but I would look real good with those horns that Maleficent has. (laughs) I also think being Ursula would be fun. Like, doing full purple body makeup, making yourself tentacles. I just think it'd be cool. Yeah. I feel like just any villain... I like pretending like I'm bad, and it's easier for me to pre- pretend I'm bad than pretend like a character that's closer to my actual personality, so. In this episode of Therapy with Breck, Breck, why do you feel like you pre- <laughs> like pretending to be bad? Just 
Out of curiosity. It's just fun. All right. We'll let the listener decipher that. <laughs> I don't really know what that means, y'all. I just y'all. like pretending to be pretentious, you know? Mm. When you've got that like specific pose where they're... I know exactly I what you're talking about because it's the pose you made in the finer things. Did I sing that for you? Yeah, multiple times. Oh. The finer things <laughs> is some pretentious girl singing about pretentious things. She sang it for a Jane show Eyre choir the, audition, so. It's from Jane Eyre the Musical. That's my favorite song to sing. I don't know all the words. But That's I my know favorite book to read. Wow. Wow. The next thing on my list is to take stupid pictures on every ride with PhotoPass. And by stupid, I mean like as stupid as I can possibly come up with. Like, not just a little peace sign and a smile, but, like, take a map on the ride, hold it up to my face, and pretend like I'm trying to find out where I am. That kind of stupid. Nice. Yeah. How do you feel about just taking random objects that don't make sense? Like, maybe I'm holding a lamp. No one knows why, but I'm just doing it. Yes. Actually, now I need to hold a lamp on every ride, guys. (laughs) I'm just gonna think it'd be dumb and funny. That's it. I'm taking a lamp into Disney. Um, I would like to rope drop to close every American park. Yeah. I know that I could not do that. I'm 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 gonna need a nap yeah. at some point. I could not do rope drop to close in Disney World at every park one trip. I could maybe do it one day and then save the rest for another trip, but I don't know if that's how you feel, but that's how I feel. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do it every day. I'm, I don't hate myself. <laughs> but, you know, like maybe a day in between. Yeah, maybe. All right. Um, this is the last thing on my list, and that is get ridiculously excited for performers in a parade. So, like, I see Mickey coming down in the parade, and I start screaming and cheering for Mickey and, like, making everyone turn and look at me during the parade. This may not seem like a big deal to you guys. If you don't know Breck personally, you just know her from this podcast. Breck's really quiet. (laughs) For her to intentionally want everyone to look at her when she's not performing on a stage... That's significant, y'all. See, and the thing is, I become a completely different person at Disney. She does. I start not caring about the other people around me. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes in a not great way, but usually it's just like I come out of my shell more, so. She, like, joked around with cast members, guys. We don't even like to go and ask for ketchup at the restaurant. What did I say? (laughs) The guy on Soarin' California. When he made fun of us for wanting to sit at a specific spot. Oh. Did I, what did I say? I don't remember what exactly you said, but you, like, made a cute pose and stuff, and you were like, mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> That's how I get people to do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my last thing is to bound as every princess. Maybe not, like, significant bounding, like, all out, but, like, definitely intentionally dressing Disney-bound as every princess. Yeah, I'd like to Disney-bound as as many characters as I can. I think that'd be cool. 
I just care a lot more about the princesses than anyone else. Yeah. The princesses and Tinkerbell. My problem is I don't have very many clothes to Disney bound. Like, I have one dress for Rapunzel and that's about it. I almost bought a red skirt that I'm like, hmm, this would be good for Disney bounding as Mickey, but... I mean, I don't even have money to go to Disney, much less Disney bound there. This is just ideal situations. Yeah. That's my whole list. Well, guys, that ends our conversation on our Disney bucket list. Let us know what's on your bucket list by contacting us on social media. We'll be putting up a post asking for what is on your list and if you had anything in common or if you disagreed with some of us. Have a magical week. See you real soon. So. <laughs> <laughs>